<laughs> What's up, Marge? Welcome to this podcast. Hello, I'm Hello. so happy to be here. I'm this happy to have you on. It's been it's been a what a solid month or two. We've been yeah, trying to do this. Yeah, probably yeah. something like that. Oh my god, life no. is crazy in the summer, you know. No, well, we're both super busy with outside stuff. I mean, from what I know, you've got like two, three jobs. Yeah, I do. I I can't ever relax. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, sometimes it's good to just. I don't know. It's good to be working. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but there's times where, in my life, where like I've, I'm in like a grind and I'm going and and, and obviously you, you want a good balance of everything, like having fun in the grind. Yes. But like when you have that good balance, you know, just like I'm working and you just mm. I don't know, it just feels things flow and you're feeling I've, good and money's totally. coming in and you're you're not blowing it on like dumb things. Yes. You don't have time. I mean, to I blow still it on blow it on dumb things. Well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, I could tell you a time in my life where I had a, a good, solid job, paying me good money, but I was, I didn't like it, and I was bored, and I, and then out of work, I would make up for that, that would be like, I need to go do this, I need to go yes. do that, I need to buy this, I need to buy, and I would yeah. just spend that, it was great money, right? But then it would just be gone. Yeah, exactly. Versus, like, and the um, older we get, the more we're spending on everything, I swear to oh God. It's gosh. just a new thing, another thing after the other, but... That's just what life is, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten crazy lately. I mean, um, so we're we're in the Tampa area, as yes. some people know. So, like, yeah, rent here is, which we'll talk about Tampa, I mean, with this, but rent and right. stuff here is insane now. I've been looking around, and it's like, a one one is like 2500 which, yep. you know, I mean, isn't, I, it's just crazy because we know what it used to be here, and it's like, okay. We, it used to be like, so nice. I remember I was like, oh, God, I'm going to pay over $800. This place must be fancy, and now I'm in a wedding for 15 and I'm like, this is a steal, I guess. I, like, I remember in college paying, like, seven twenty-five. Yes, thinking like, and you were like, wow, that's this is expensive. Yeah, like, <laughs> like and I'm making minimum wage. I'm like, that's a lot of money, but but now I'm like, I wish it was seven twenty-five. Right, I, I know. Kill. I can't. I yeah, wish. Like, Oh my god, that was the one thing when I uh when I left South Carolina, my mm. rent in South Carolina was, was it super cheap? Fifty a oh month. Oh my god, I wish that's everything. I wish, but then again, South Carolina doesn't have as many things as we do no, here, right? No, you know? no. I did live um, and I lived within walk. I didn't live downtown because down it was so super Ooh. weird. Downtown had like the same exact prices as us, so oh, really? it was super weird. That's so weird. I lived in an area called, uh, if, if you're familiar or not, I lived in an area called Greenville, South Carolina. Yes. Yeah. So it's super, it's very white and rich. Let's put it at that. Yeah. Let's put it, like, just to be, to be fair. Like, it's L- very, very suburban. Yeah, very suburban. Yeah. Lots of, like, young, wealthy families that are 30 years old starting a family out, yada, yada. So it's it's fairly expensive. And yeah. And they keep it nice. It's very clean. It's nice, whatever. But, yeah, so downtown is the same prices. Um, and then I'm, where was I going with that? What were you talking about? I totally just, Oh, the price of Tampa and like everything going crazy here and like Um, not even just the price of rent, like just the lifestyle and going out and like living and like going to eat somewhere. It's just so expensive. Like I miss when Tampa was kind of gross, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was fun when it was like that. Do you remember when like, um, Outpost was a thing in Tampa? It was like right by UT it's like this little dive bar it was the shit i swear to god i've never been happier in my life than going there and having a vodka cranberry and really crappy wings with my friends it was the best i feel like now the only way we can get the dive bar experience like we have to go to like the beaches like those old yeah. some of those and they're and some or of those they're like the they're 
purposely dive bars kind of thing. Like, yeah, they make it purposely, like, shitty, you yeah, know? Yeah. I don't even know how to And that's it doesn't it. feel authentic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I want, I want like, the... peanuts shells on the ground that have been there for days, Cody you know? Roadhouse. Exactly. Texas Roadhouse. Like, oh, I yeah. love Texas Roadhouse. Who doesn't love Texas Right? Road. Oh, my God. The rolls. The rolls. Peak. No, every time I go, I, I ask them for, like, a dozen rolls before I leave, and they're kind of like, are you okay? And I'm like, it's all for me. Yeah. And I ask for a tub of butter, too, because the butter is really good. I wish I could say that that's bad, but I've done way worse. Oh, okay. I've done way worse. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. When I was, when I was, uh, when I was trying to bulk up, and I did, I gained oh, 15 no. pounds. But one of the ways I was like, how am I going to get extra calories? And, my, and, then, and the I was rolls. like, bread is pretty high carb. It's not the best thing to eat but i need it but it does the job it does a job there you go so i like was looking and online and like texas roadhouse came up and their rolls have like 200 it's like 200 calories a roll essentially oh man so i was like thank god i don't count calories i could do that i could easily and i was like i know they're good like i'll eat it so i would house a dozen in a second are you kidding i could oh my gosh i got stories it's bad but anyway so i would go on a sunday and I would pick up two dozen for the week, oh my God. and I would eat them throughout the week. But I would get like, if I had three a day, I'm eating an extra 600 calories. Yeah. So it was like, was hey worth man, it. It works. But to your point, there were there were nights where I would get high. It just have a and billion. And eat like six. Oh my God. And just sit there and just be like, I'm so full. But, it, but they were so I've like, done that before. And I'm reaching for that seventh one, and I'm like, it's so good. I need it right now. You're like, I don't need you, but I want you. Butter, oh my God. Oh my God. It's so Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, but honestly, I got to say, like, I even though Tampa has been blowing up the way it's been blowing up, I do appreciate the growth it's going towards because yes. I really feel like we're going to end up being bigger. I'm going to get probably bigger. bigger than Fort Lauderdale or oh, something, yeah. you know, because so. we have a better area. There, The Gulf side is so nice. The weather is always great here. Well, not at the moment because it's hurricane season, but that's the little sacrifice you have for yeah. having sunshine every day, you know, yeah. like, yeah. and I will say, Fort Lauderdale gets a lot of like a bad rep for how big it is and how like sketchy it can be here. We're pretty good, I gotta say, and like everything's been like very wholesome. And I like that all the new restaurants are coming around, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more opportunity job wise for a lot of people as well. So like it's a good place to move, but stop moving. Here. Yeah, but stop moving here. Stop yes, moving agreed. here. My rent is going crazy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it does. I will say it does. Like being like growing up here in the area and like seeing it now, I'm like yeah, it gets me. And then seeing what's coming, it gets me very excited. Like yeah. I something about Tampa too that I. It's so weird to me is that they don't have there's not like a downtown scene. You yeah, know what I'm talking about like they're trying nothing, to make it, and that's what I'm hoping. There all these new buildings going up. Oh, and there, all that. there's like, a bunch of projects right now that are in the works, and yeah. they're they're going to be opening in the next couple months. And really great concepts. We have a couple people coming out from Orlando that are opening a concept here, and that's going to be sick. I'm very excited for that, but I can't yeah, spill can't any disclose. more of the beans. No, I got you. I got you. No, but I'm definitely hoping for more of like a bar scene or like a yes. restaurant type scene. We're just like because it's so weird to me that like there's nowhere i mean there's saint pete there's ebor there's soho or like college and like yada yada like there's all these area there's areas but they all have a stigma attached they, to them unfortunately yeah that's kind which of is tough like yeah. soho it's a lot of like college people and yeah. or college people and then scary people sometimes because yeah. I, I work there and ebor obviously everyone already knows that stigma saint pete i don't really hear too much terrible no, things about crazy. it i think it's great it's just it's far and i taking a 30 minute uber is kind of a lot sometimes yeah. because we don't drink and drive you know and never we never do that but 
it's super fun to go out, but it's something that I only do like once a month. Yeah. 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 Do you want to do that once a month? Because it's your choice to, or because you work and because well sometimes I, mean, I, I used to work, host but... um I used to work with one of us and they we would host parties out in St Pete like a lot so okay. that was probably the only reason why I'd for the most part head out here but every time I've come I'm like I there's so many cool restaurants there's yeah. really nice people and there's so many options like Tampa does not have enough options yeah the you one know? thing I love about St downtown St Pete is because it does have all the bars in downtown yes. and they're on that like block where you see you can walk around mm-hmm. the whole block and just exactly that's why i love downtown orlando i love going oh to my orlando gosh. that's the only reason i it's love so much orlando. fun they have everything in one little area mm-hmm. and like even if you go like right outside the city there's still so much stuff too yes. you know so something about like being hammered and walking out of the bar and <laughs> looking like, up and where seeing skyscrapers yeah. and you're like whoa like it's just a cool feeling <laughs> and tampa doesn't have that and it's like yes. just so much like I think of like New York City mm-hmm. and Chicago. Like I, I've only visited, but like the few times I've gone and gotten like fucked up on there, and like not that you should like that. that that's everything in the world. Yes. But like it is fun to be like like especially in New York because you're just like you're on a higher you're on like a roof. You're like oh my gosh, there's, you know, there's you so know, much crazy funny. stuff around here. I actually grew up in New York, and I in high school I had this like for some reason I loved going to New York City, especially underage. Don't do that, but. I would go to like all the clubs that were they're no longer a thing, especially because COVID, they all shut down. But they were like big staple clubs in New York. And I was going there when I was like 15 and stuff. And I, I remember I went to Pasha in New York City and Showtech was playing. And I wasn't really like all into the EDM scene at that time. And I was like, what is this? It's weird. I like it, though, you know, and I missed that a lot. It was really fun. But taking the LIRR back to Long Island was not fun because it was an hour train ride and you're hammered and you only have your rosa's pizza and that's all you yep. got <laughs> you're coming you're <laughs> and coming a dead down. phone <laughs> yeah. yeah you're coming down hard yeah. yep <laughs> yeah i remember um in chicago so my family lives on the outside suburbs and we would come and i would go visit and i could bring friends and one time we went to a festival while we were out there and we took the train back so we're coming back at like 1 a.m same yeah. type of concept where you're coming back at the end of the thing and i remember we we first night we toughed it out and it was just like oh my god this is an hour train ride you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's horrible second night we found out there was a bar in the train station and oh, so we no. went and got one they were like you want it to go we got it to go drink yep. like, that was when it was like let's go because we're allowed to drink on the train in chicago yeah. oh, it was perfect I sw- that's yeah. so cool what the it was heck so nice oh my god one of the times i went and it's this, this was i think just when i like caught we got in the festivals mm-hmm. so i wasn't like I knew of things, but didn't like know. But yeah, yeah. so I'm like on the train, and I'm going into the city by myself, and I'm, I'm like, damn, it's packing. People are getting on. Kids are getting on. People are dressed up. What the fuck's going on? And it was Lollapalooza weekend. And oh I had no my idea. gosh, we didn't know what Lollapalooza I, was. Well, I had no idea it was that weekend I was oh, there. Oh, okay. I knew what it was, but I didn't know it was like literally maybe two months after my first wow. festival. But oh, it was man. so crazy. The train was like popping, and like I remember sitting there by myself, and this uh, older family like people in their 30s they were like we're going for the day and like oh. blah, blah. And they were like you want an ipa and i'm like sure yeah. like i'm doing nothing what i got to lose so i just hung out with them the whole train ride drank ipas and then got off and they're like oh. all right we'll see you later and they went to the festival and i went on my way that's so cool but it was still cool yeah i, I love mean, little drinking interactions. on the train is, is definitely different yes. i don't know yeah we had to do the whole brown paper bag thing with our tall boys yeah, you have the I, tall boy mike's hard oh my god i almost bought tall boys today for oh us. my god i thought about it but I was like, <laughs> it brought back so many I, memories i looked to see if they had any high noons they did but i didn't like the flavors they had yeah i feel yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey i'm happy with this yeah cheers cheers, cheers. we'll do a quick cheers cheers cheers, cheers. let's go if you're listening along cheers
I'm ain't raised no bitch drink. <laughs> so how long we've known each other for a while, right? I feel like it's been a couple of years. I, yeah, I, I met mean, like Josh and Jess a while ago. I was thinking like four or five years ago. So you've been in the area since 2017. So it would have been 18, 19 then. We, we yeah. were at least, at Probably, least started yeah. running into one another. Yeah. My first EDC was 2019, and that was my first like ever EDM. Oh, and I've run ever. into you at events all the yes, time. Yes, all the yes. time. Literally, <laughs> yes. I feel like every time I go to anything like that, I'm like, I'll probably run into you. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, that's so funny. What was it? 20. It might have been no, it was twenty twenty one because twenty twenty didn't happen. Yeah. But twenty twenty one, I remember we like we never go to the right side of that. Yes. We never I go. Never I never do. And I remember like yeah, just like someone tapped me on the shoulder. I'm like what? And it was you in the VIP, <laughs> and I'm like what's going on? <laughs> you're so tall too, so That's... it's so easy to find you. I swear to God, that literally, is... you're like a tree, and I'm like there he is. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> a tree. That's don't be calling me that when you see me in person. But yeah, no, I get that. I get that a lot funny the funny thing is is when i i'm friends with people that like i'm dming them or we you know we hey like your content hey like your yeah. and then we see each other in person everyone has that same initial oh my god they all so look tall. i can tell that's what they're gonna say too because they look up at me they're like dude i wasn't expecting that and i'm like all right i don't know yeah <laughs> like, i get I, the reverse everyone's like you're so small and i'm <laughs> like i know <laughs> i don't know yeah i have at least you i know i have no idea how to respond to it i get yeah. like i'm like Yep, that's like, me. That grew, I grew myself by all by myself, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, something to be proud of. No, that's it's awesome. just it's just funny. To, and that's it's funny that people would do the opposite, too. It's like, all right, that's, yeah. I feel. Nothing else you want to say? I don't look good. I don't look, well, like, I put on some muscle. You're like, you don't like my new hair. Hey, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's better than the opposite, though. Like, hey, man, you're really short. <laughs> You'd be like, excuse me, I'm not. It's all, you know, very few people. I like, I like going up to very tall guys that are like you and it's like some trend that I found on talk, like TikTok but when I'm out for some reason I love doing this to tall dudes I'm like hey can you swim and they're like what and I'm like you can't swim can you and they're like I can swim and get so defensive about it like like immediately because it's kind of like a stupid thing to assume about someone where I was like I feel like you can't swim and that's very get that's mad, really like, funny to do people in general <laughs> tall people you, you I was like you get in the pool you just sink brother you're like you stay in the shallow end right you're, you yes. just stay there you just stand above it you just don't ever go any deeper thank god you're tall because you can still yeah, stand you can, you can make it Oh, I can't. that is so funny. Do you know anyone that can't swim? I do. I actually do. My best friend from home, she can't swim. And one time we were having a party on uh, like the Great South Bay in Long Island. And my friend lives on the water there. Mm -hmm. And we lost her for some reason. And we we look out. She's standing in the bay, but the, the tide was rising. And she's like, guys, I can't swim. I don't know how to get back in. Oh. Like, I don't know what to do. I had to go out there with a, a floaty and put it on her and then bring her back in. It was so funny. <laughs> but I, nothing happened. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. No, that's crazy. I that's, I couldn't imagine not, maybe because I grew up in Florida, like, I couldn't yeah. imagine just well, not. Yeah, people that live in, like, Minnesota or, like, somewhere that's near water, that yeah, they're yeah. not allowed around a lot of it pools, you know? It makes sense. It's like, in my head, I, yeah. How do we go from being you're tall to I don't know if we can swim? <laughs> you ask because you ask apparently you ask tall people that all the time. So it was a valid question. I asked it back to you. That's so. true. You do know how to swim though. I do. I okay. was on the swim team in high school. Oh, wait, same. Yes. Really? Wait, I didn't know that. I did I did backstroke. 
Oh, okay. okay. I was not good at butterfly. I for some reason I, in breaststroke, I my one leg wouldn't do the right like frog motion kick for some, like, like one kick. would do it, the other would go like. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. I I did you enjoy swimming? No. No. <laughs> that like, was the quickest like, response ever. That's such a unanimous. Like most people I know, that's how they felt. About it. I did not like it. I just did it because it was a good sport to be in. And like my high school had really good like merch that came with it like we were sponsored by under armor for some reason my high school it went to a private school <laughs> like they just gave us like sweatpants like shorts t-shirts everything like bags that. and stuff like that too it was sick someone's i was mom benched. or dad worked yes yeah someone someone's someone Pro- someone's gotta be there. a little connected to i was like who what random high school on long a catholic school on long island is sponsored by under armor but we are yeah. it was cool <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not a good athlete, so I didn't participate in a lot of it. No, swimming uh, swimming was was your swim team rowdy, like fun, like fun yeah, and rowdy. Yeah, and we we would probably kick like everybody's butts all the time. I don't think they they haven't lost uh when I was there, it was 7 years in a row where they'd win championships oh my God. every year and then all the girls would go to states too. I did not go to states. I'm not good, but I tried. <laughs> I put my best foot forward. When you went to you went down here to swim on a swim scholarship, you were like, "I'm going yeah. down to swim." Oh hell no! They didn't even look at me for that. Are you kidding me? They were like, "Get that girl out of the water. Get She's that. drowning." <laughs> like, <laughs> it was great though. So that okay. So that wasn't your that wasn't nope. your calling. So. Nope. But I did I did cheerleading and dance, and I think a lot of the reason why. I got really into working in music was because of dance and I felt a lot more connected. You know, like people always have their their own thing that resonates with them or like causes them to like bring out emotions. Like yeah. some people, they like poetry. Some people like to read. Some people, any kind of art form, like even course, painting. Yeah. Mine's music, like 100%. Like I, I'm not an emotional person, but if I have a song that brings out an emotion in me, I'll cry my eyes out or something. Yeah. And I know I'm like having a normal day, but I hear a sad song and I'm crying all of a sudden, you know? Yes. And I, I love that about music. And that's the one thing in my life that has been consistently my favorite thing, you so, know? So when you say music, I know we both connected through EDM yeah. and whatnot, but like you like all types of music. All types of music. All types. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't really like country that much. All good. But, I'm not going to hate you on that one. But <laughs> For those but, that don't know, I used to like country a lot, but it's a... A past life but it's it's understandable i can't raise a beer i really enjoy r&b that's one of mm-hmm. my favorite genres it's a very soul connecting music yes though. and that makes sense all like very old bands like queen i am violently obsessed with the band yeah. queen unfortunately r.i.p freddie mercury i love you who I, doesn't though like yeah music from that 60s 70s i miss that kind of vibe i mean i wasn't alive for it but i i missed when people would put out music that was very soulful like that you know like when that song we are the champions came out my mom always told me that like it was the song of the year and it was like such a triumph for people and it helped people so much like get through a day or something like Mm -hmm. that and we have a lot of those kind of music senses right now especially like Billie eilish i would say i connect with her music a lot more because like the the words in the songs and just her voice too is just so like it's provoking you know what i mean it's funny for me po- that's post malone really me, okay yeah, i love post especially malone his the album where he what the what i don't know if it was his last album excuse me someone's gonna hit someone's <laughs> gonna read me for this because apparently I'm, but anyways 
with the album where he uh he was mainly singing and it was yeah. like 98 percent lyrical lyrical versus rap which yeah. he's known for and that was like yeah i was like dang i just he's a really soulful guy too. yeah like i i love his music as well and i like i love rap too i came from really just liking rap mm-hmm. excuse me <laughs> I, I loved it so much, but unfortunately lately I feel like some of the rap scene, it's just sort of like cookie cutter fashion, yep. and it's talking about like nothing important, you know what I mean? I love J. Cole because all of his songs have like a very good message, and he has a very good way of like saying it too, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like I want to live this crazy lifestyle and like be a rapper and party all the time, but there's like things that I've gone through that have brought me to this point and I de- like I deserve how I feel. I deserve to be happy and I just love his music all the time, you know. I like his essentials playlist is like the first thing on my phone all the time. I'll unadd it and then re-add it so it's at the top That's of my thing. <laughs> Spotify or Apple Music. Apple Music because oh I goodness. still get the student price at like, the moment oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's solely for that <laughs> yeah i would if i could still get a student price i would too i don't know they took mine away yeah i, I keep just doing I the fake verifying eligibility and i'm like sure i'm a student whatever jealous. you want to think <laughs> jealous of that but back to the music part of it yeah i mean uh, j cole someone think i think that's why he got so big is a, yeah. lot, a lot of people could just connect and they understand and you can kind of feel that he's put like the work in on the back end of getting those yes. lyrics out and finding that emotion inside to then something. bring it out to a song. Yes, you, it know, means, you can like, tell it means something. Right? There, there's this new rapper out right now that no shade to him. I I, I respect the grind and I respect the hustle, it but his name is BLP <laughs> Kosher. And I he, he has these... T- he has these two dreads that just go out like this. Oh, and like he has him. this one song called... Um, special k and the the lyrics are terrible like it, it like for some the beat is catchy and i'll listen to the song but the whole time i'm like oh my god i'm like what am i listening to right now you know and i'm like why do i like this but i'll still listen to it so he's doing something right like, there are a few out there where you get a song and you're like i don't know why i like this yeah song, exactly I like i like really like i have like two of his songs like big x the plug i haven't listened to rap in years. oh yeah no he's I've good i like him rapping years and yeah. i love his rap he's good that song um like texas yeah, i like that texas. song yeah, yeah i like yeah. that one it's good it's got a good beat he's got a good sound too i think that but that's funny, funny is like i've listened to him and i'm like out of nowhere i'm like i haven't listened to much rap in probably yeah. three or four years and no I'm one's just, really like, putting out a, a lot of stuff i think edm's starting sort of taking over the whole music scene lately yeah. I, at least that's what i'm seeing you know it's definitely on the rise here for sure yeah um it's definitely gotten more it's, it's like even at events and festivals it's gotten more and more crowded yeah. there's more and more people especially i will say like the last frontier of like where like old, I guess, I wouldn't call us old school, but like people that have been in the scene for a while can like truly have fun and not like be worried about like new people like mm-hmm. not knowing what to do and hit you know not saying excuse me all that yeah. stuff. Is like camping festivals. Like the yeah. newbies don't don't go to camping festivals. I, Very I, rarely, I should say. I feel that. I I feel like lately the scene, especially at festivals, like the porter has kind of gone a little lower i i remember like my first cdc i was like why is everyone so loving this is amazing like i feel so good and lately i went to forbidden kingdom i love forbidden kingdom shout out pepe vargas you're the best i just remember like a lot of people were just like very shovy Mm -hmm. and like very like i'm standing here and you're not gonna be able to walk around me even if you like tap them and say excuse me you know it's just 
common courtesy goes very far in a lot of yeah. places, but I think a lot of people come into this scene not basing it off of Plur, too, and that's a big issue because they weren't introduced to right. it the right way, you know? And yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people need to understand that it's a community that people come to to be safe and, like, feel very content with themselves, not just to party and get crazy, you know? It's not like that, but... It's it's funny too because like you're, this was the first year at Forbidden Kingdom where I felt like okay this is starting to get a little yeah. too like people are just here to be here yes yeah versus like in the past it wasn't especially because usually base festivals are a little bit more like the Ag- hard aggressive people but people still have your back well you know? that that's for sure but what I mean is like there's usually like a certain group of like it's very rare like new newbies. I guess that's the word I'm using today. Yeah. But like new people love bass music and they go to bass festivals. Yeah. Like it's just very rare that that happens. Yeah. But the Friday was the first time where I was like, and then part of it is just because it's Orlando. And yeah, that's true. You know, part of Orlando is like it's very easy, easily accessible from everywhere in the state. I mean, mm-hmm. like Miami is three hours, uh, Jacksonville's two and a half, we're two and a half. Yeah, like, like it's Gainesville. very easy. Just, everyone can just come. So that attracts a lot of people. Plus, there's already a huge college there and all yeah. that. I mean, we've seen that with EDC the last couple of years. It's been like wild. Oh my god, it's, it's like, been crazy. It's been yeah. And I remember like this past EDC. Thank God, like my my friend Johnny ended up getting a table for when John Summit, Green Velvet, and um, I forgot who else was with. They did a three back to back. And it was apparently it was crazy. <laughs> but I looked out in the crowd and it was piling out to like the vendor stands. Mm-mm. They didn't put him on a right stage though. Like that was way too small of a stage for John Summit and Green Velvet. But Thank God I was on the stage because I was like even packed in on the stage and I was like, I don't even understand what's going on right now. I was like, when did this become so big? Like, you know, and I was like, I thought I was I was different, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's at least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) I remember seeing John Summit 2021 at like 5 p.m. at at the the, middle of the day at one of the 10 stages at EDC. And I remember being like, this is. It was the first house artist where I was like, I really like something about his tune, yada, yada. I'm going to yeah. go check him out. Like, I'm going to skip the bass because I'm more of a bass head. Yeah. I'm going to go skip the bass music. I'm going to go check this artist out. And I had a freaking blast yeah. at that set. And I remember being like, this is crazy. Like, and he was like, like 530 is like very early. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. that's just like, we were like, you, know, like, you just tell he was coming up. Like, boom. And yeah. the next thing I know, he was just like, there. Like, yeah. it was like crazy. I, I respect the heck out of his, uh, like the way he handles things. He seems, he portrays himself to be a very big party guy. Yeah. But He's very good at branding himself and he's very good at catering to what people are interested in and yeah. he he's not, he's actually not that big of a partier from what i've understood a lot of my friends are close with him but i personally only met him like once and i always hear that like he doesn't actually party like that but he is good at marketing himself the correct way and i think that him coming from an accounting background was the best thing he could have did because it's like a formula basically how to how to get to success and he he freaking did it you know i got i give him so much props i did accounting myself in college and i was supposed to be an accountant and then i ended up not doing it so i like kind of relate to him a little bit but i am not john summit obviously <laughs> what would you say that formula is you said either the, or you just think there is a formula i think saying. there's just a, a formula of balance of life of creativity discipline and like content creation and being able to cater to what people want Mm -hmm. and like marketing yourself in the proper way i think a lot of the times there's a lot of people that have a lot of potential creatively but they don't have the tools or the understanding to like market themselves in the right way or even just 
have a consistent schedule to get things out, you know, and yep. he always says that he always at least works on music for a couple hours a day. There's always time set for that. And he's always on tour, you know, and if, if he can do it, anybody can do it when they don't, they're not on tour, you know, so right. it gives me a big, there's no excuse, you know what I mean? And not that there's no excuse, but there's no reason not to. Yeah, you know? it's that discipline so, factor. Yeah. I, I, I've talked about this in previous podcasts and whatnot. Oh, and I, I love big... that too because it, it's I'm a firm believer in discipline and like if you can't discipline yourself and get yourself where you want to go, how do you expect anybody else to do it for you? Right. You know? it, it, no granted, agreed. No one. It's not on anybody to do it. That's yes. for sure. Like, if you want it, you're gonna go get it type of thing. Yep. But it is. It's weird because I almost like I understand where people go. Discipline's hard. Like I do get it mm-hmm. because. There's other times where like you gotta maybe you gotta figure out which avenue you want to go, figure out that schedule, and then then once you get it going, then get it rocking yeah. and rolling. But it, I will say that like momentum building is where it starts really slow and it's hard to get that grip. Yeah. Like if you're if you're hiking up a mountain or a side of a mountain, right? It's hard with any shoe to just get that right grip mm-hmm. as you're going. And once you get that movement, and then you start just building off of it. And next thing you know, you're yep. at the top and you're there. But it takes a little while to get going, and, and you have to really build those base level foundation blocks to like get that up the pyramid. Really, I, you know. I always say that the biggest problem with people trying to accomplish something is just the first step in general. We were kind of talking about this earlier, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like for me at least, it's so hard to just do the first step, and it, it seems very intimidating with whatever you plan to do. If you like want to get a new job, or you want to like ask somebody out or something like that just making the first step is the hardest part because it's just being able to accept that like something's going to change in my life and I'm doing it because I want to and it's for the best for me like I when I applied to one of us I I didn't really apply I kind of harassed the owner of it but like my biggest thing I was in a weird spot in my life and I graduated college I didn't really have a plan of where I was going and what I wanted to do, but I knew that I loved music and I knew that I wanted to be a part of the, the community mm-hmm. on the back end of like the business end because I have a good business degree and I came from a family-owned company, so I was like, let's find something where it's kind of cohesive. And my friend Breezy was working with one of us. She's a resident for them. And I asked her, I was like, hey, are they hiring at all? Like, do they need any extra help? Like, just from a business perspective, like, yeah. could you ask him for me? And she was like, yeah, totally. She gave me his, Dora's email. Dora, I love you. And I emailed him my resume and I said, hi, I'm Margie. I'm Breezy. But it took me like two weeks just to send the first email. Oh, my God. Because yeah, I get that. it's just so, <laughs> so stressful in a way. But in reality, it's like, if you don't do it, you're never going to get any results. You know, if you do do it, yes, you could get turned down. And that's a scary, rejection is scary. Of course. But if you don't ever do it, you don't even have that opportunity, you know? You know what's really funny is is when you really want something is when it's its hardest yes. to get started. Mm-hmm. I've kind of noticed that as, I, as I've done things. It's like um, things that don't matter, you're just like, I'll do it. I get yeah. it done and get it over with. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck, just get done. Mm-hmm. versus like when you really want something you you sit there and you're like oh my gosh should i do it this way should i do it mm-hmm. that way I gotta, and you start thinking about it over and over and like and then you just then you procrastinate or whatever and then yes. you finally just get, you get to a point where like i gotta do it because i really want to do it and it'll, i'll just figure it out but it's weird how that like it's a good indicator of like when you want something because if you when you want something you do have that like what if i do this wrong mm-hmm. and then you get that like second thought and it's like no you just gotta do something but it's a good thing because that means you care yeah, that's you know yeah, and, that's, yeah, yeah. and that's people need to ride with things that they care about too you know and i the second i sent the email i was like oh my god like 
I don't think I'm going to get the job, but like, at least I made the first step, you know, I'm proud of myself for doing that. And it was such a weight off my shoulders, just sending the email and it ended up working out. I had an interview with him for 40 minutes. He called me an hour later and he goes, come back. We got a meeting. And then I was working for them. And it was the most, the best experience to get me into the position that I am at the moment. And I learned so much from that job and I would have never learned anything or saw any of the things that I did and met any of the people that I met if I never sent that email and it's just like the small little things build up to huge things and if you don't make the first step it's never gonna happen you just waste so much opportunity so I always tell people I'm like if you're scared just do it just go yeah. for it and worse comes to worse it doesn't work out that's fine but at least you made the effort you yeah. know it's a, again it's a good sign if you're scared it means you yes. care about it and you like it and anything that's like so much more of an indicator that you're on the right path of things than the wrong side of mm -hmm. things. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's something, but I mean, for a long time, I would never, it took me a while to register that. Like, yeah. oh, I'm nervous and I want this so bad that that's why I'm like procrastinating yeah. from doing it versus the opposite where you think like, oh, it doesn't matter. And yeah, the it's fear, just, it's the fear of rejection kicks people's butts mm -hmm. a lot worse than actual rejection, I would say. A lot of people won't go for something because they can't handle what could possibly happen. But if you don't even try, you don't even have the opportunity for it to go positively, you know. Right. So and that's a big thing that I've learned in life. I, I was very timid with a lot of things growing up, especially in like college. I wouldn't go for. But then when I eventually did, I was like, why didn't I just do this in the first place? It was so easy. Yeah. Like, it's just go for it, you know, and like worst comes to worst, you don't get it. But you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you move off into the next thing, you know? So. Yeah, I had, I had someone in, in the industry tell me recently, like, hey, you know, you, you got to you almost because I, I, you got to start asking for things. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And, and mm -hmm. that's something I personally, I've never been that person. You're good. Yeah. I've never been that person with, with anything. Yeah. I hate to be that person and be like, or even like, they not even just ask for things, but also just like, hey, I do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I, in a way, I've always just been so against that. Like, yeah, I just, it's I, not me. Me too. But they were like, you need to just start doing it. Like, you, you meet somebody, oh, I got, a, you know, you got a podcast, I do this and that, X, Y, Z. You just need to say it. Like, get yeah. used to saying it and start saying it because eventually it might lead to a road, you know, like you said, like we we're talking about, it might just open a door, you don't know. Yeah. Or it might get you a guess, it might, whatever. You, know, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. But it it's funny because I remember them saying it to me and it sticks with me to this day where I'm like, I need to start yeah. saying it more, boy, because I don't. But it's, uh, it's so yeah. There's part of me that's like, I don't, I don't. I know, I know. It's tough sometimes. Uh, I, I'm very bad at asking people for assistance or like help or anything, but there's no shame in that, you know. Especially if you are very interested and you actually care about something, like anyone will be willing to help you if they can tell that you're very invested in the situation. Yeah. I actually helped my friend Mackenzie. She was she was just like turned 21 and I was working with one of us and she was looking for like a little side opportunity especially in the music industry because she loves it and I I told her I was like hey why don't you come help me out on on this Halloween event that we're doing like you could just kind of like be there where we need you and then maybe we could do something in the future she helped us out that Halloween event she absolutely kicked butt and she was super helpful like anything I couldn't possibly do at the time as like a stage manager I would have her do and she was really on top of it and I was really proud of her so we ended up giving her a VIP to direct VIP director position with one of us and she made so many connections through contacts of like VIP directing and like just 
booking tables and things like that. And she would still help me with the AR stuff. Now she's managing to, uh, Taylor Lace at the Ritz. He's the main resident on Saturdays. And JMO, he also goes by Billy Clubs. But she would have never gotten those two opportunities if she never worked for one of us, too. And she was really helpful too and when you find people that care and they actually make an effort to do really well they're so valuable too like human capital quality human capital mm -hmm. is like the best thing for a company and a lot of people don't understand that unfortunately yeah you know? yeah that that gets where like the bigger the company the smaller that caring part goes yes. unfortunately but yeah. no i i agree and then the other flip side of that is like when you're given that opportunity so important that you do give it your all because you've got that chance. I mean, mm. she could have taken it and then just just around, been there to been party there. and be right. on the stage. Right. Right. But she she went full fledged, and I I'm a firm believer of helping people out that want to be helped out and deserve to be helped out. And I would put my money on her any day. She's going to do great things. I'm telling her right now. That's my best friend. I love her. No, that's, <laughs> awesome. no, that's awesome. I mean, it's it's a great story to hear that. You know, someone out there probably wants to hear that too. Yeah. It's like, Take that step, work hard at it, mm -hmm. and it's going to open and, a door. I mean, and asking your friends for help is not that bad. Like, she just, I remember her calling me and being like, Can you give me a job? And I was like, Yeah, let's figure it out. Let's, let's, let's do a little test run, see what happens, and I'll let you know what goes on. And everybody was like, She was great. And I was like, There we go. Here, you got a job now. And that's just how it works. If you just ask for an opportunity and maybe offer your time before and say, Hey, I'd like to prove to you, that goes such a long way. Yeah, you know? that's a big trick of the trade is if you can, you get, you offer your time for free yes. and you kick ass, they're going to reward mm -hmm. you for that. Generally but, speaking, most will reward you. But, but one thing I will say that kind of negates that a little bit is that don't always volunteer your time for free because your time is worth something. And when you offer it too much for what you don't believe you're worth, people will take you as cheap as you will. They will. You will sell yourself. That is true. You know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've, I've learned for yourself, that. But, yes. But offer what you can't yeah yeah agree. be be available be there but make sure you're being taken care of as well for your time yep absolutely you know? yeah that respect for yourself is definitely key just in general i mean with 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 even with a job with your your um oh my gosh what was i gonna say your discipline yeah. your dedication whatever it is yeah have respect for yourself first and then kind of flow from there yeah, and it exactly. works itself out so I'm going to pivot a little bit. Yeah. How did you get started with one of us? I know uh, that's something I want to know about. Like, I know you and tell us your position there. Yeah. So I was um, at first I was just the administrative assistant for the CEO because he just needed a lot of help with just the admin work because he's a great creative, but it's so hard to just keep on top of like the books or like making sure that all the writers for the artists are okay especially like social media content stuff like that and like generally getting all the people that work for the events together it's mm -hmm. very hard to do as a single person and he did have two other partners but they also have their own companies so they were kind of more dedicated to that but they were really helpful too he really needed help with that i have an accounting degree so i also came in and helped them as like their internal accountant and did all the payables nice. and things like that payrolls and a lot of boring work people <laughs> would think um but i thoroughly enjoyed it i went from being the administrative assistant to basically like the operational director because i was in the office every day for the most part he was on his other companies that he was doing he did a lot of real estate and he can't invest all his time because it's just it's hard to do that but yep. I was like my own boss, which was cool. I'd come in every day and make sure I checked the 
administrative email. I would check on all the, the books. I would make sure that whatever event that we were going to have next, all I had all the writers. We had all the deposits in for the artists. We had our lineup put together, especially all of my promoters too. I had to make sure that they were all up to date with like our certain flyers and they were understanding where the table prices were. There was just so many little tiny factors that turned into a big mountain. Right. And one thing I'll say about people if they are trying to get into this certain industry you have to be able to thrive in chaos because things will go south very quickly and if you can't handle that that's not good you have to find a solution like immediately like we've had certain situations where it's like maybe the weather was going wrong or like or we had a certain piece of equipment that was just not working for some mm -hmm. reason and you just got to think on your feet and call as many people as you know that could fix it possibly and get it done and i i felt like i was sort of during the events at least i would be a little bit of a firefighter in a way because we'd have tiny little fires start and then i'd go over and i'd just squash it immediately you know and make sure that i didn't even get to my boss because i didn't want to stress him out too you know and it was it was probably the best like eight months of my life. I loved it so much. And especially during the events, it was great. And at the end of the event, I'd look out into the crowd and we'd always have like a sold out show and I'd see all these people smiling and having a great time. And I'd be like, yeah, we did that, <laughs> you know? And me and my boss would always have a cute little moment and like we'd hug and be like, you did good. <laughs> Is that kind of why you think you got into it for like giving people the joy of like seeing these events put together? Is that kind of like part of it? Sort of. Yeah. yeah. I think that I've personally gotten a lot of joy from certain events like that and just having great moments with my friends. And I wanted to help create someone having an experience like that because I'll never forget some of the best nights of my life with my friends, just listening to great music, yeah. having a nice drink and dancing with them. It's you can't beat it, you know. No, I can't and, beat it. I'm with you there. <laughs> and one thing about one of us is that they don't just focus on the music. They're very good at doing a whole experience. So there's not just the DJ and the artist. There's little side activities. We also have performances outside of music. We'll have live art maybe. They always have usually like dancers. We have fire dancers are like a big thing for Tor. He loves mm -hmm. those guys. And, and aerial dancers too. They were super cool. But it was just a whole experience. And you just felt like all sort of creative aspects were being like thrown at you and you're like just absorbing all of it at the same time, you know, it was awesome. I no, hundred percent. So take us through the day. Let's go like from an event standpoint, the day of yeah. the event, kind of walk us through like a little bit of a day to day schedule. Like how does that work? You wake <laughs> up, it's hectic as can yeah. be. And you're just like, go, go, go from there until, you know, for it, it me, ends, but... I was more during the actual events, the AR director, to be honest. Okay. I made sure that, like, I, I wake up usually around 8 a.m. to about 20 missed calls from my boss <laughs> <laughs> of him freaking out about something. And I would call him back and be like, I got it. Don't worry about it. And he'd be like, okay, I'll be calm for a minute. I was like, go deal with it. you got. You got to deal with it. I got it. Um, a lot of the times I'd wake up. I'd go right to the office. I'd make sure I got all the last pieces that we needed from the office, like our POS systems that the bartenders use and like maybe like a CO2 gun or like an inflatable thing that we had. Yeah. I'd call my boss a bunch of times and be like, we have everything, correct? You need me to grab anything else. And I, he would say, no, you're good. I would make sure to grab more things. I would grab more wristbands, anything like that. I'd head over to the venue usually and everything would be, for the most part, 
stage-wise would be set up, but we'd be doing sound check in the morning, and I would be on my computer for the most part, checking flight times for all the artists, making sure that they're getting checked into their hotels okay, making sure that there wasn't any change in their reservations or like what they're needing. I made sure that their hospitality riders were always on point. My biggest thing was I want to see their riders put away in a secure place that no one's going to touch and it's going to be ready for when they get there because some artists would decide to come like an hour early and you got to be ready for that you know and you got to make sure that they feel welcome and that they're appreciated too so that would always be my number one thing i'd communicate with their tour managers for the most part see that they're checked in so sometimes we would take them out to dinner before but that for the most part was my boss doing that because i had to be back there make sure everything was still going smoothly um and then yeah basically we'd have all the staff come in we'd have a pre uh opening meeting and my boss would give a really good pep talk to everybody and he'd thank everyone for coming um we'd send everybody everybody off to their spots i would make sure that all the bars were put in the correct positions all of our equipment especially lighting stuff like that was going well we always had this running joke that uh he never wanted a co2 gun at first but the day of he'd always be like can you get me a co2 gun i'd be like all right fine (laughs) and i'd do it (laughs) and then he would always be on the stage during the thing just doing that it was so funny but then the doors would open um people would start coming in i'd make sure that the girls at the door were doing okay they were they had enough bands they knew what bands were going where i would make sure that all of the the lists like the guest lists were put in correctly and that they were sticking to those guest lists too like if not fortunately this is a business you do need to buy a ticket um and then after that i would just wait for our drivers to either bring the artists there or i would go with the drivers to get them from the hotel um and then i bring them there and i kind of just hang out with them the whole time and make sure that they had everything that they needed and they always did so (laughs) it was great i gotta say i've met so many cool artists from this job and i've met so many people from all over the world that are so kind and so interesting to talk to oh i wouldn't trade it for anything no it's so much that you've just said of like a back end work that i just don't think of as an average festival goer yeah. or even like myself i make content but it's like i don't think about like setting up the bar mm. and the pos system well, and just like with all that stuff that i just yeah. like can i get a drink and i like sure like there's something on the back end yeah. of that of course that i mean like i know it's there but i don't until you brought it to my attention mm. i'm like oh yeah that is something they probably have to worry about like mm. especially i'm thinking like because you, you've done events here in st pete and tampa yeah. and the, in, in the area and and then i'm thinking like oh my god to bring all that out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. to be like we got a computer system that's working like that's insane i'm yes. trying to think about it i'm like oh my holy gosh. crap and we'd always have these problems where like the wi-fi would go out or something and it's such a small thing but you don't understand how everything everything goes to shit immediately nothing can operate like you can't you can't get the artists in you can't get the visuals working you can't get the bars working so everything just comes to a complete halt but oh we always fix it so it was never really a problem. How often has that happened? Well, you were, For me, it all, we so we would get um, these routers that would make sure that the Wi-Fi would spread properly throughout mm-hmm. the venue, right. especially when we were at the factory in St. Pete because yeah. it's an outdoor venue and we wouldn't really do the inside too much. But we would bring those things and they plug in and make sure that the Wi-Fi was spreading everywhere. And thank God, because if we didn't get that, oh my God, I could not even deal with it. And we never took cash for these events. So I they can't pay cash if they if we don't have a POS, then they're screwed, you know. But 
I gotta say, all the people that on staff for one of us, they were great with being able to handle certain things like that, because they have been with the company for a while, and they also have outside jobs that are similar to what they were doing with us, so every single person was perfectly vetted, and also gave, like, a huge crap about what they were doing there, you know, and it was, it was more, we were a family, and we're in, in it together, if we're all in the weeds, we're all in the weeds, if we're all doing great, we're all doing great, you know, so, yeah. It, that was a big factor and another thing again with once you have great human capital that is the most valuable thing to your company especially with these kinds of events yeah you know? yeah i I've, I've noticed that even on like even at the small level the startup level mm-hmm. one and two man shop you're thinking about bringing in a third it's so vital mm-hmm. that you've got someone that's like on board with your messaging and your idea yeah. because if they are you guys are gonna click, and things are just gonna flow, and it's yep. gonna get moving. You're gonna get able to get to that next leg or whatever. But yeah, it's it's definitely important. A, a very hard thing to find nowadays with people, especially in a work sense, is that no one cares. You got to actually give a shit. Excuse my language, but no, that you, you have to, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of people they just they don't understand what a hustle is, and they don't understand that you need to care about what you're doing. And if unfortunately a lot of people don't understand that and they find themselves in these positions where they don't enjoy their job or they don't enjoy what they're doing mm-hmm. and they wonder why. And I'm like, well, dude, you got to make sure you care, you know? And if, if you don't care, then why are you there? You know? Yes. Yes. And unfortunately a lot of people can get stuck in jobs where they don't care. Yeah. Sometimes you take a job, you start out caring then don't. It, 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 there's definitely, you know, there's always different circumstances. I yeah. can speak from, my own experience, I've had a job where, like, I got there, super pumped, super mm-hmm. excited. A couple months in, I'm like, this uh, isn't yep. what I thought We've it would be. We've all been there. And that's when – it's interesting, too, of, like, that flip. Like, yes. Uh, it, it, um, it took me a while to realize I don't care about this job. Mm-hmm. Probably need to start, le- like, leave. Yep. And then starting to get – and that's also weird, too, when you get into that moment where, like, you realize you're in a profession or you're in a career path that you don't like and you're like, I put all my, you know, oh, yeah. you think you put all your eggs in that basket, I should say. You think that at the time. But mm-hmm. it takes, you got to just like breathe, yeah. figure it out, and it'll come to have you. Have a little faith. Yeah, it'll come to you. And, I, and then once you have an idea of like, okay, I think I want to go do this now, start yeah. start putting go it out there. It. Start going, start going, like we were saying yeah. earlier, start going for Make it. Start asking around, start step. knocking around. It is funny, I'm going to, Bring us back to that because you brought up a good point. Yeah, you're good. Um, it's funny that when you start putting things out there into the universe, mm. whatever you want to, manifesting energy, manifestation, yeah. <laughs> however you want to put it as, it is weird how like it, it's things kind of start to come back that way. And I always think of that like, um, just in general, like when I perfect example for me is like when I started this podcast ages ago so long ago um like it was weird how some bigger people in the scene hey i like what you're doing i'll come on your podcast i was like what and then like i would ask some other people and then people would be like yeah i'll come on and i'm like wait this is so bizarre because i'm a nobody yeah. my first you know oh, no. first of course everyone starts with you're a nobody but like it was just crazy to me to think like i'm putting all this effort into it and it's like weird how it's just coming back. Like looking yeah. back, I'm like, I don't know why that person decided to come on. Like yeah. I have no idea, but they did, and it worked yeah. out. And without them, I wouldn't have gotten to where I'm at now, and yada yada. But like, it's crazy to think of that, like, because I was putting it out, and it's coming back. And yeah. um, I tell people that all the time. Even with I had a buddy recently who 
I lost his job mm-hmm. down in the dumps. And I said, listen, man, you just gotta, like, what do you want to do? I want to go into this XYZ, you know, type of job. Okay, perfect. Now, you know, start asking around and I want you to apply to like, I said a ridiculous number of jobs, but that's because I want him to get back to work as soon as possible. Yeah. I was like, you need to apply to like 10, 15 times jobs a day. Yep. Just that in that field, exactly what you want. And I was like, I promise you, you're going to start getting interviews. Like, mm-hmm. it, and if you don't get the first one, it's okay. You got practice for the next one. You're going to get the right one, but it's going to come to you yes. because the universe is going to see that you're putting in a lot of effort for this one thing. It's going to, it's going to reward you for it. Yes. Yeah. And every time I, a lot of people take a lot of, opportunities especially with jobs at least like they have an interview and they get through the whole process and they don't end up getting the job but you got to take it more as a positive note you're like hey i got through this i did it and i learned a lot from how what i was saying and like maybe i could improve a little bit maybe i there's something else i could do but i did get this far you know a lot of people can't even make that the initial initial initial, like yeah exactly the first step i'm telling you and like it's it's so hard for people to understand that everything in life is a lesson in a way or it's only there to benefit you. Yes, there's some things that go wrong, but there's always a greater reason. And there's mm-hmm. always a reason that maybe something bad happens in your life, but you could make light out of it. And instead of going and feeling bad for yourself and just going in the dumps, you could say, this is going to be my reason to grind and get back to where I want to be. You know, yeah. and you're never going to meet like someone that just, became a millionaire overnight over nothing you know they, yeah. there's some work put behind everything and especially right now with social media too it doesn't portray that enough unfortunately and i think a lot of people don't understand how much work goes into a lot of people like a lot of things like even tiktok famous people they they have to work a lot and like content creation is a lot of time and effort and yeah <laughs> like everyone just thinks that they just sit there and film a video and it takes them like 30 minutes like sometimes it takes people a whole day like just to get the certain video right like i, I see tasty like it's a cooking tiktok mm-hmm. I, I saw my friend works for one of those kinds of companies and the amount of work that goes into just making a bowl of pasta to video is insane insane and they and there's yeah. so many like issues yeah. that go with it <laughs> and stuff like like you could you know you're you you're editing a podcast like i don't even know how to do that you know like yeah there's there's so much on the back end and it's like it's funny too because from a creator standpoint like you have moments where you're like what am i doing like yeah. you're just like oh my god and like it, and then you know are you the worst is like you sometimes you put in so much effort to a video and it just doesn't do good. But that's okay. And that's okay. You, you, right, you right. had practice doing it, you and know. Then there's other ones where like I've just like filmed like two seconds and it goes crazy yeah. and you're like, all right, cool. But it but it it is the premise behind it is still the same. It's like the yeah. constant work behind it is mm-hmm. what's again, you're putting it out there, it's coming back to you, yada yada. But like it yeah. is like, yes, some videos you might have put more time in. However, in the overall aspect of things, you're still grinding away at it on the back end and it it comes people also got to understand they're always going to be their own worst critic too yes a lot a lot of people are very very hard on themselves where they don't need to be and i've i've done this myself like i'm very hard on myself too and i i put a lot of pressure on myself for not being completely successful yet and i'm only 24 years old you know and it's like like (laughs) and i'm like no one's made it like some people do but like they're lucky you know and like yeah there it yeah. takes time you know and i and i have my whole, you have your whole life ahead of you and i saw this um there's this little video that eddie murphy did and he said you only have set really 75 
hard years of your life. And it doesn't seem like that's a short amount of time, but in a way it is. There's only 75 summers, 75 winters, 75 autumns, 75 opportunities a year to like get to make time, make your time useful and like get where you want to go. And I really resonated with that little video that he made it, because it's true, you know, and I'm, I'm already at three quarters of like a, a third of the way there too. So I'm like, I don't really have that much time, but there, every day is a new day and every day you got to wake up and make sure that you're making yourself just like 1% better at least and it'll eventually get there. Yeah, as long as you're continually trying to improve and you're consistent yeah. and keep growing, it's going to that that yeah. uh it's going to keep stacking. It's gonna that keep doesn't going. even just relate to like your job or your occupation. It relates to your relationships, your it relates mm-hmm. to your own relationship with yourself and how content you can be with yourself as well, you know? And if you are going through a rough spot, I, like we all have, and I've struggled with like depression a lot too. And the one thing that you can do is go, hey, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to try to accomplish something. And I'm going to try to get something going for yeah. that day, you know? And you'll feel better once you accomplish like, one thing. Agreed. For you me, know? when I was depressed, it was like once I, when I realized it, it's always weird because you don't realize it. You don't it realize it. And then yeah. you all of a sudden you're like, oh, I think I'm. <laughs> like, I think I'm sad. Yeah, was, yeah, <laughs> like, I think yeah. I'm not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I but, feel that. Like, but when you realize that for me it was always i'm gonna just do like one thing so i'm gonna di- digress a quick bit here but even when i wasn't depressed sometimes i get like i want to do the x i want to do this one do that mm-hmm. one like i have so many things i want to do that it, like stagnates me because i'm like yeah. where do i start but then like mm-hmm. and then that gets me depressed because i'm like i haven't started so like yeah. there's that but like when i realize that it's so important to realize like i'm gonna do one thing tomorrow Yes. one thing it's i'm gonna make sure it's, i just do that one thing yep and then if even if i don't get anything else i want you done at least i'm making a hold myself to that one thing and something about when you can build off of that like one thing let's just make it simplest for example let's just yeah. say like i'm gonna go to the gym in the morning yeah and you wake up and you go to the gym in the morning something about like i've accomplished that one task that was supposed to be super hard i've got it done it's like then the rest of the day is good to go yeah it's easy it's great yes um and and yeah, just something that's my best advice for, for those that are down, depressed, or sad. It's like just find one thing. And it doesn't have to be gym. It could be literally you could just be like, I'm going to go for a sunset walk. Yeah. And boom, that's it. That's all you have to do. Just make yeah. sure you get there. I, I, I'm going to make sure that I go to the grocery store today and I yeah. get healthy food. Or like I'm going to make sure that I call a relative and tell yeah, them I love mom. them. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Something just so simple. Something wholesome i think a lot of people stray away from how beneficial doing wholesome things are just especially even if it's just for yourself too you know like making sure that you like maybe read a book and like sit outside and be in the sunshine and unfortunately some people don't have a lot of sunshine but like do something that you feel that you would could be proud of too you know i i always every day i try to wake up and i try to think about one one thing I could do that day that would be positive for not only myself but for somebody else as well and it doesn't always have to be about you you don't have to do something that only benefits you you could just go out and like maybe hold the door for somebody in public and that that's just a good way to be a good person you yeah, know give and a nice smile ask some you know ask the, how the girl are at Starbucks you? how yes. are you doing today give her oh, a bigger tip than normal that's a know, that's something. a big thing that I I've noticed with a lot of people 
how people treat other people, especially strangers in in a certain situation. I am a, my biggest pet peeve with certain people or like a red flag, I would say, if I'm like going on a date is if they are not treating the waitress or like whoever right. is working properly because I'm a bartender. So I get the worst of the worst and the best of the best at the right. same time. And <laughs> the the yes, and more, more lows, unfortunately, because <laughs> people drinking is, oh my God, but a big telltale sign about how people treat people is that how, how they deal with strangers, like saying hello, looking someone in the eye and being like, how are you? And actually meaning it, you know, and mm. not just being like, thanks. And then like walking out the door. Like I was at Starbucks the other day and I, the, one of the girls that works there, I love her so much. She always remembers my name and she always says, good morning. How are you? And I say, hello, how are you? Like we have a little small talk. And then there's this other guy that comes in, picks up his coffee. They say hello to him. He doesn't even say a word back to them. Like people, yeah. there are people that mean things, you know, like, and just because they're in a certain position in life other than you does not give you the right to be disrespectful, you know? And I, I firmly, if when I have children, I'm going to say, you need to make sure you look people in the eyes and you say hello to them. <laughs> and you need to make sure that you are respectful of their job. And it was, if someone's like serving you and they're not really having the best service, maybe they're having a bad day, you know, and you don't know that. And you just always carry yourself with kindness and that's the best way to live I feel like and I if I was to die tomorrow I would want people to say that she was a really nice girl you know and she was always kind and that's one thing I'm always going to live by I think that's the best compliment you can get people yeah, are like right? really nice you know yeah I mean? like, like you got a good really heart nice. like yeah, you know that, that, yes because it, 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 our world highlights so much of like the dark and the bad yes. stuff and it's like just and that can like just knock people down and even mm. yourself you know it can days it's like oh my god it's, it's always always bad but like yeah. you gotta be you know I, I think i've said this before on here but there's a quote where it's like you you've got to clean yourself up and be the best person before you go and change the world you can't be yep. mm-hmm. a dick and, uh, and mean to people yeah, and try exactly. to change the world and expect you know what i mean you gotta yeah. show kindness and do the right things and that's gonna bring bring about the change in the world that we all want to see yeah so. and speaking off of that that also goes with the relationships and unfortunately i'm actually going through a breakup right now but it's a it was out of love and maturity that we're breaking up but my biggest thing was that we both need to work on ourselves before we can dive into something and you can't be dependent on somebody if you can't be dependent on yourself yeah you know and independence is such a gift you can give yourself too and not not that it's bad to lean on somebody or anything like that but being able to sit alone in your own house or something by yourself and be happy and genuinely mean it is such a gift you know and like I've been in so many situations where I don't feel that way and like I've been really sad before but when I do have these highs where I'm like I'm just sitting here and I'm like I love my apartment or like I'm just like looking around and I'm like I love this you know like it's silly to to some people but it's so big for me like I I've been in points in my life where I'm like I just want to be happy you know and when I catch these little times where I'm like I'm very content right now I love to absorb that you know and it's such a big deal to me no I mean absolutely it's so important to just appreciate the small things whatever it whatever it might be it is so it's so vital to build those blocks up again and like build your happiness build your mentality like all that stuff and just in general like not even necessarily if you're in a bad spot, but just on a day-to-day basis, just yeah. appreciate. I mean, literally, like driving home and being like, "Damn, that sunset like the sun, looks really exactly." Sick today. Like or like this, this song yeah. I'm playing, or like the weather is great. I'm a huge believer of the small things. When, when I was eight, I had a birthday, and 
I, I had a couple of like cool gifts, like you know, like how your birthday usually goes when you're eight. Right. My neighbor got me a pack of bendy straws because she knew that I loved bendy straws. To this day, I think that was my best present I've ever gotten. Oh, yeah. I was like, yes, bendy straws, like, and I love that. That I I remember being so ecstatic, and my parents being like, "You really just like bendy straws? Like this is all we had to get you?" And I was castle. like, I was like, yo. <laughs> It's awesome though. Like there's straws that bend. Like I don't know why yeah. I'm not understanding. Like, and people got like, people got to think a little bit. Like like an eight year old, you know. Like you got to go back and like let your ego kind of digress and be like, this is cool, you know. Like and I enjoy this, and it might not be like the coolest thing to other people, but it's something that brings me joy. I think the realest joy in life is not growing up. Honestly. Yeah. Like obviously there's adult things, but like keeping your inner child alive. Yeah. Is so. It's just, just so vital. I can't, I can't imagine, like, just putting that away and, like, how that that would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to, like, getting too cor- – like, taking your corporate job and, like, being all Mr. Corporate and, mm-hmm. like, going home and also being Mr. Corporate. Yeah. Like, what? That doesn't sound any fun. Like, I know. I'd rather be at a job where I can have fun and joke around and, yeah. and hang out. Like, that just never – obviously, yes, there are moments where you have to be more mature, but, like – Keep that inner child. Keep yeah. that alive. That that fun. I guess the better thing to say is like keep that fun side of you alive mm-hmm. and and well nourished and fed and like that's where you're gonna like experience the best things of life. The little so joys. The little joys. The little yeah. joys yeah. go such a long way. Like I and I always love being like outdoors. That's a whole reason why I moved to Florida is because I just absolutely hate winter and I can't do Out. snow. I can't do it. I it was just too much for me. And ever since I moved here, I just waking up and seeing the sunshine and that it's like at least 80 degrees out. I'm like, thank God, you know, and I'm like, I'm if you don't even believe in that, like whatever your spirituality, but just be like, thank you, you know, to something. And because it's always there's always a greater good going for you, you know, and like some someone maybe not be someone, you know, something and someone has your back. Yes, of course. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I think. I think another thing is like when you're, you said, looking at the greater good. I think it's so easy for all of us, everyone, to like when you're in that storm of, whatever chaos, whatever it is, that you, it's so hard to see that good that's coming down the road, yeah. and it's very hard to see, especially when you're in the storm. But that's when somebody outside of it's gonna go, hey, you know, I know this sucks, and I can tell yeah. you're in it, but I I can see that it's gonna benefit you in the long run. It's yeah. so key when someone pipes in and comes in all different forms but i love when people do that like i there's there's this one girl from my college that i we weren't particularly close or anything like that but i ran into her a couple of weeks ago and she was like hey you seem great like you seem like you're killing it at life like you seem very happy and i was like thank you like that meant like yeah, so yeah. much yeah. you know and i was just like we like barely knew each other that well but yeah. just someone pointing it out and like that's all that gave me a very big inspiration to like make sure I'm checking in on people like that I maybe estranged a little bit but my one friend she had a baby and like we didn't really we haven't spoken in a while because she was dealing with her pregnancy and and like ha- becoming a new mother and I randomly texted her and she was like I miss you so much like everything's great like and I was like how's your kid and she's like it's awesome I'd love for you to meet him and we reconnected just like that and just reaching out like just giving someone a little offering like hey how are you or like you seem good and like tiny little compliment too always gets people in such a better headspace too so 100 oh, percent, especially because you don't know 
whatever like same thing like we're talking about like, you don't know yeah. what everyone's dealing yeah. with you don't know what they're working at like mm-hmm. yada yada and like that little message could be like the you know the thing that gets them over the hump yeah. to be like oh my god i'm doing i'm i need to keep going the way i'm going because yeah. this is going good like i remember with not not to make it about myself but as an example like with content like there were i remember there was a time where i was just like what am i doing like you know yeah. just like thinking you're like overthinking you're like god dang what is this and then somebody was just like out of festival was like hey you're you're that guy yeah and i was like i am that guy and then he was like yeah, i love your shit keep it up and then he just walked away and i was like i just remember that i'm like oh my god it was the greatest thing ever like you're, you're, i am that guy I like turn to my friends i'm like did you hear that and they're like good job like we, awesome. but it's so it, it is like just going back like be kind and yeah. it's gonna you just don't know who that's gonna help and what day it's gonna yep. help and of course it's hard to do that every day but do your best to just be kind and if you're in a bad mood just don't take it out on people <laughs> yeah exactly like or just exercise it in a healthy fashion like go to the yeah. gym or something yeah. or like go for a run or i don't know that's how i deal with a lot of my anger is just going and working out and then by the time you're done working out you're like was it really that big of a deal probably not you know yeah the gym and gym's so vital like as i've gotten or just or just being physically active is so beneficial to your mental clarity yes. like in any way shape or form whatever you can figure out like oh, it's so funny i even funny i'm even saying this but i've been playing so much pickleball recently really why what is up with this pickleball it's, trend i don't understand it, it. i'm sorry trend. no you're good you're good <laughs> i mean i played like four months ago and i was like oh my god i love this and i just stopped and then i'm I picked it back up and I was like, this is great. And I love it. And it's like my form of cardio and like whatever. It's so funny to say that. But like at the end of it, I'm like, I'll play till I'm like exhausted. But then yeah. at the end, I'm like, I just feel like the mental yeah. clarity of just yeah. like endorphins. Yeah. And the endorphins yeah, of yeah. it is crazy. But it, it, it's anything is what I'm getting at here. Like gym, running, whatever it is, your thing, find it, do something yeah. physical because it does help with, you know, like you said, like bad days. It helps get the anger out if you're angry. Mm-hmm. And even on a good day, like, it's just, like, you can ride those good endorphins out yeah. as you're going, you know? Like, that's a pure and simple way of looking at it. But Exactly. Um, I'm going to pivot here. Yeah. I got one more question for you. Yeah. We've been talking a lot. But yes. uh, so theme of the podcast, ask every guest this. Yeah. How are you living yourself for every day? Um, I would say not taking myself too seriously every day. Um, I try to treat every day like a new chapter of a book, you know, and I try to make sure that today is this new adventure and trying to make it seem a little less serious than it actually is. Like, you know, just going to the grocery store, like, let's go for it. Like, I'm going to play a good song in the car on the way there. And when I'm in there, I'm going to walk by somebody and say hello and like, get what I want to get and like a little snack extra for me, you know, and like just an example like that and making sure that I'm starting every day and going out with a positive note and not going out with a negative connotation on mm-hmm. everything. And I try to also make sure that I'm making sure my personality and I stay true to that because I'm a very silly, goofy person. And as as you know, and I always make sure that I stay true to that and not try to act outside of what I know I am too. Yeah. You know? Keep that inner child. What well, you're saying, keep yep. that inner child, inner child and be true and... to who you are and true to what your beliefs are being kind to people and going out of your way at least once. I try to always, once a day, I try to go out of my way to just talk to somebody else and like make them feel a little better, like a little compliment or just like checking up on an old friend or something like that. Because it, I get a lot more benefit out of seeing people be happy too, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And 
that's not always for everybody. Like sometimes that's not what everyone needs to do, but it's what gets me going. I'm like, I love seeing people happy and I, and it makes me happy too. So I think if everyone did that though, we would, I, I do think, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you say you're not sure if everyone, I, I do believe everyone was yeah. like that where they were like went out of their way to make people happy. And like, it, cause then it would just like, it just keeps coming. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it keeps coming back and then everyone's happy. Like I can't imagine a world where everybody yeah. was like, you know, just like you said, just like one small thing a day. Like, Hey, I like what you did to your hair. Like, yeah. there's something so small that maybe you've noticed. Exactly. Or, hey, that's a new sweater. I like that sweater you got yep. going. Like, it's just like that small thing where someone's like, this is a new sweater. And, like, and remembering something about that someone told you. Like, I have a lot of coworkers at my bar, and we, we always talk about our lives mm-hmm. and stuff. And just, like, someone remembering, like, a tiny little aspect of what you said and then checking in on it, like, the next week, like, yeah. is such a big deal for me sometimes. And a lot of people will end up moving to different states or, like, they don't have a really big support system at home or something like that, and you have to kind of create your own support mm-hmm. system. And I always make sure that I'm surrounding myself with people that are like-minded, I good people as well. And if there is somebody struggling, I always let them know that I'm an open ear and I'm always there for them because I would want the same too. And I don't do it out of that mentality of, like, I hope that it comes back for me. You got to do it because you actually care. Right. You know? Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. No, I agree, because there's definitely times where you were like, you've had friends, like, I did that for you, you did that for me, and you're like, well, that's not, you know. You gotta always put something out with absolutely zero intention of getting anything back. Right, yeah, yes, 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 I agree with that. You shouldn't have an expectation of others, you should just do it because you want to, you're, you're buying your buddy a coffee, not because you expect them to buy you a yeah. drink later, but just because you're like, yeah, I just, you know, you need a, you look tired. You should yeah. get a coffee. And, and honestly, like an opposite opinion on this is that sometimes there are bad people out there. And a lot of people get really hurt by there. You could have a 10 positive things happen to you in that day and one negative thing happened and you'll harp on that one negative thing. And one thing that my dad said like growing up that I kind of just brushed off like all the time I'd be like yeah okay like whatever you say dad he'd always say anytime I'd be in a situation where someone like made me upset or something he would be like what do I always say some people just suck it's such a simple (laughs) stupid line but it is so profound in a way because it's so cleansing to just be like it's out of my hands and I have nothing to do with it that's just their problem if they want to be bad if they want to be mean let them do it. Some people just don't let it suck. Yes. You at the end of the day. Yes. That's a great. That's a great quote. I mean, I, I guess I have heard of it. I've never thought of it in that sense of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just out of my. Yeah. It's out of my realm. I and can't do anything about it. Being content with that is such a big deal. Yeah. No, that that you've got me thinking now with that. Yeah. That's and I was sure, like, I was younger. I'd be like, this is such a stupid thing to say. And as I got older, it would resonate so much more. The more I life things I'd go through, I was like. You're right. Some people do just suck, and you just kind of have to pick up and move on and be like, that's your issue, and it's, I'm going to keep going. It's so vital to protect your own energy, and that's a way to do it. Yep. The, the thing that gets bad is when you get that slippery slope of like, oh, I just I don't care, and yeah. then that's where it gets hectic because if you don't really care, then what's you know, what's good? That's just something yeah. about you. Like, you're not trying. You're, there's something going on if you're just like, eh, about everything, you know? But Don't it is, stoop to their level. Yes, ever. don't stoop to their level. Don't ever stoop to someone's level. If you feel like you have been wrong, always go the most mature and be the bigger person route because it always pays off in the end. It does. As hard as it is, it does pay off. Sometimes we want to go crazy, but hold on. I'm telling you, the long run game is way better than the short term. 
in just about everything. In everything. In I swear. Everything. I said, yeah. Patience is a virtue. I'm yeah. telling you, no one has patience nowadays. No, no. It's like more and more with the socials and this quick swipe. Yeah. And the, we need a, right, immediate, immediate uh, reciprocation of positive yeah. feelings. That's the problem lately. And people, they, they got to learn how to put the phone down and learn how to connect with people correctly. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good things good things take a while. Yep. Good things always come, t- come with time. Right. Yeah. I mean, even like people that are the best athletes in the world, they weren't just like one day the best yeah. athlete. They didn't just like hop out of their mom yeah. and be like, I'm going to play basketball and this is going to be yeah. my it life. Took they, years it took and, them a minute. Probably yeah. a lot of practice <laughs> yeah. to get there. And if you if you really put yourself in, into a, a very constructive situation and made sure that you were focusing really hard, you would always, you're, there's no way you wouldn't get better, you know, but it's hard to do that. Like you said, self-discipline is a very hard thing to do. It is a hard thing to do, but you, it, in a sense, we're right. Like, it's it's just that patience. That's, that is another thing is, like, can you, when it comes to, like, things you really want and you really want it, yeah. can you have that patience of, like, this might take me five years? Yeah. Especially I look at, like, with DJs and, and, and producers and stuff in the industry, it's, like, there's a lot that have been around for a while. Oh, yeah. And it took them 10 years for that one song finally just broke and yeah. now they're bigger. I mean, like, look, look at excision. Yeah. For example, like he wasn't huge the whole time. No, like, yeah. and thank God he became huge cause he's awesome, you know? And like the, it takes a while, especially if it's in a certain industry or certain like realm of people that isn't usually mainstream or very like what the popular thing is to do Mm -hmm. if you believe that's what you want to do and that's what you are good at too and you can constantly do it and be joyful doing it have a little faith like give it some time because people will catch on and see how great it is and see how much it makes you happy it'll make them happy eventually you know so yeah dedication patience and just self discipline discipline to keep up (laughs) with it because that that patience part, that's where the patience and the discipline, like, like corrode together, yeah. where you're like, all right, I'm doing this, and you're like, by, like, a year, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if, but like, the next day, yep. just be there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you right there on that. Well, I loved everything you had to say. I Thank loved you. that whole, that whole thing about living yourself every day. I, I agree with that. Making, going out of your way to be nice, yeah. finding the small positive things, the goofy things, being yourself, that, that's so important. And, and, and hopefully someone needed to hear that because it is, it's so key yeah. Grace, being you and all that. Grace, kindness, class, and respect. My, those are my four Grace, favorite. kindness, class, respect. Okay. Yep, my right. four favorite attributes to have. And hopefully I always have them. <laughs> well, I think you do. And I, like I said, I love Loved what you had to say with that. I think that's a great way to close it out. We're going to close it out with that. Tell people where to follow you, who to follow. If I'm want Marge that. Nealon. My Instagram is M-A-R-G-N. Wait, cut that. Cut it out. <laughs> I forgot my own name. Um, my Instagram is Marge Nealon. Um, I'm out in Tampa, Florida. Come see me at Bar Howard. I work there every weekend. Um, come see Mike Putman at the Ritz. It goes by Pushman. He's a resident every Saturday. Absolutely kicks ass. Um, Other than that, we'll see you both more in the scene, I'm sure. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye.